Welcome to Coffee and Conversations with Lakeisha. We're glad you've joined us today. Get ready for some kingdom conversation. Now here's your host, Lakeisha M. Johnson. Thank you, thank you. I know you're great in all the Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Bigger, 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 bigger. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you for being greater than my problems. Thank you for being greater than my circumstances. Thank you for being greater than cancer. Thank you for being greater. Thank you for being bigger. My God, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, thank you for being bigger than divorce. Thank you for being bigger. Thank you, thank you, thank you. You're bigger. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. You're bigger. You're bigger. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you, Father. We thank you, we thank you, we thank you. We thank you, we thank you, we thank you. We thank you, we thank you, we thank you, we thank you. We thank you, we thank you, we thank you, we thank you. We thank you, we thank you, we thank you, we thank you. We thank you, we thank you, we thank you, we thank you, we thank you. Thank you, thank you. My God, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. He's bigger. You're bigger. Thank you, 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 thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Bigger. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. My God, thank you, thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you. Thank you, 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 thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. No. Yeah, bigger than lack, bigger than sickness, bigger than disease. My God. Bigger than your enemies. Bigger than any circumstance, any situation that could manifest in your life. He is bigger than that. He is greater than that he is more than that he is bigger he is bigger he is stronger he is mighty he is the god almighty he is king of kings he is lord of lords he is great i am he is the good shepherd he is the christos he is the one and only he is bigger he is bigger he is bigger yeah he is bigger than covid come on y'all he is bigger declare that this morning he is bigger Whatever you're facing, whatever the circumstance is, whatever 
has had you fearful, whatever has had you worried, whatever has had you overwhelmed, whatever has had you consumed, he is bigger than that. He is bigger than your divorce. He is bigger than your divorce. He is, he is, he is bigger. He is bigger than your barrenness. He is bigger than prodigal sons and daughters. He is bigger than any circle. He is bigger than your, can I tell y'all something? He even bigger than your hair falling out. He's greater than even your hair, you losing your hair. Um, I have a testimony, actually, a woman of God um, started losing her hair and we stood together in faith. Like she and I stood together in faith. We just made a decision. She she got some oil. She did some natural things. And she just stood in faith for her hair to grow back. She sent me the before pictures. She had all kinds of bald spots in her head. And she just was like, Lakeisha, I'm submitting this to God as well. Like I'm submitting this to God as well. I'm not leaving God out of anything. And she just began to pray and we stood steadfast. And I'm talking about, I promise you, I promise you, it was like only a couple of months later when she sent me pictures of her hair growing in. And I'm talking about crazy rates at crazy rates. So I know that God is bigger. I know that God is bigger than anything. I know that God is bigger than any circumstance. I know that God cares about us. He cares about the magnitude of us. He cares about the good. She didn't let the hair loss drive her crazy. She didn't let the hair loss um, take her away or consume her. She submitted that to God. And it's like, Lakeisha, you're talking about hair loss. But I just know that's the kind of God we serve. I just know he's greater than any circumstance. I know he's bigger than any situation. And I know if we stand out the way and allow him to be God, we will get to see him and experience him as the fullness of God. Like that's who he is. That's the kind of God he is. That's how amazing he is. He is our strong tower. He is our reasonable portion. My God, daddy God longs to provide for you. Daddy God longs to be God in your life. We have such a limited perspective of who he is. We have such a limited perspective of what he's called us to. We have such a limited perspective and we are talking about the God of the universe. We are talking about the great I am. We are talking about the supreme ruler. He is, he is, he will, if you really get a revelation of who God is, he will blow your mind, baby. He will blow your mind. Like he will blow your mind. He is your deliverer. He is your strength. He is your reasonable portion. My God, he is that kind of God. Woo, Karen, you're going to make me shout. That is so good. He is that kind of God. He is bigger than every circumstance. He re he. Even when you, he already wrote your story. I'm not going to even say he rewrites your story, but he already wrote your story. And even when you get off path, guess what? He's bigger than your mistakes. He's bigger than your mistakes. He's bigger than your, can somebody say that this morning? He's bigger than your mistakes. He's greater than your mistakes. He's bigger. He's bigger. He's bigger. He's bigger. When I begin to know him as father, when I begin to see him as father, when I begin to learn him as father, it changed my perspective. It let me know I was not orphaned. I was not abandoned. I was not a mistake. 
mistake. My God, my God, I was not a mistake. He's bigger. He's bigger. He's the captain of your faith. He's supreme ruler. He's bigger than he's bigger than cancer. Yeah, you got to say that. He's bigger than your mistakes. You got to begin to declare that over yourself so that you take the limitations of God, so that you experience the fullness of God, of who he is. He's bigger than my mistakes. He's greater than my mistakes. He can use me despite my mistake. He's greater than all. He's greater than my mistakes. He's greater than my mistakes. He'll take my mistakes and make them prosper. He's bigger than that. He's bigger than that. Yeah, he's bigger. He's greater. He's bigger. My God, we glorify you. My God, we magnify you. Yeah, Nia, he's bigger than your past, baby. He's bigger than your past. You are not limited to your past. You are not limited to your circumstances. My God, he's greater than that. He's bigger than your credit score. He's bigger than your financial situation. He's bigger than your medical situation. He's bigger. He's bigger. He's bigger than that. I dare you to take the limitations off him today. I dare you to worship him as the great I am. I dare you to magnify him as the King of Kings. I dare you to magnify him as the Lord of Lords. I dare you to magnify him as the great I am. I dare you to magnify him as the supreme ruler. I dare you to magnify him as the the one and only i dare you to magnify him my god as being the beginning and the end i dare you to magnify him to glorify the name of the lord he's bigger he's greater my god he's bigger he's greater he's bigger he's greater he's bigger he's greater he's bigger he's greater my god he's greater than anything you can ever Ever imagine and if you will take the limitations off of him you will experience the bigness my can he will keep you from danger seen and and unseen he's he's bigger than any trap of the enemy he's bigger than any satanic he's bigger than that he's bigger than satan he's greater he's bigger he's bigger he's bigger he's bigger he's bigger he's bigger my god we glorify you we he's bigger he's bigger you got whatever the situation is see the situation and then imagine him bigger he's bigger he's bigger than your housing situation he's greater he's greater he's greater and then the thing that I love is that's the one that lives inside of me come on y'all he that's the one that lives inside of me that's the same one. if he's bigger that's the same one that lives inside of me the great one the bigger one lives inside of me he's bigger than that he's bigger than the circumstance he's bigger than the situation my god he's bigger than the marriage my god he's bigger than your barrenness can I tell you something for my women who have been desiring and wanting to really have a baby and have not seen it? God is bigger than you. God has purposed you for so much greater. How dare you to put your hands on your womb and begin to speak to your womb and say, God is greater than my barrenness. God is greater than my barrenness. 
and declare fruitfulness. I've seen too many testimonies. I've heard too many stories. I've seen women of God go adopt babies because they trust God and then watch right after they adopt the baby, they wind up pregnant. Why? Because they believed and trust. He's bigger than your barrenness. He's bigger. The enemy loves to lie to you and speak to whatever it is you lack. Come on, y'all. Come on, y'all. He loves to lie to you and speak to you what, to, to whatever you lack, to whatever your problem, to whatever he likes for you to think in the little. <laughs> he likes for you to think in the little. He loves for you to lean into your own understanding, right? And not acknowledge God in the situation. Come on, y'all. He loves for you to do that. But God is bigger than your barrenness. God, come on. I saw you. I saw Karen type. He's bigger than your loneliness. He's bigger than the drama of the situation. He's bigger than what you think you're missing. He's not, he's not a little limited God. He's not a little limited God. He is supreme ruler. He is king of kings. He is Lord of lords. He is the great I am. He's bigger. You got to think bigger. My God, you got to think bigger. My God, you got to think bigger. My God, you got to think bigger. You got to think bigger. I want to give you this. And then we're going to get into the word today. Um, my God, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. My God, my God. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I want to, I just want to read you. I want you to understand how big God is, right? <laughs> Ooh, he's bigger. <laughs> he's bigger. 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 He's bigger, 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 he's bigger. And so we're going to go to Elijah, the fifth verse, and, and we're going to just talk a little bit about this. I want you to see how big God is. And in this particular chapter, um, and this, for, um, let me take back, for 1 Kings 17, 1. I'm going to go to the 17th verse of Kings. And when we go over to the 17th verse of Kings, we see that Elijah has prayed and closed up heaven. He's closed up. He's closed up the rain. He's closed up. He's told him, he says, now he says, I swear, I stand there before neither do nor than in these years, except at my word. Somebody say, except at God's word. He says, somebody say, except at God's word. Somebody say that, except at God's word. Thank you, Holy Spirit. I'll be patient. Sometimes I get so excited when he starts speaking to me at the word. He says, except at my God, except at God's word. So we find him in a situation where he spoke. They've been so ugly. He, they've been so ugly. So, so accept it. God's word. He says, he says, as surely as the Lord lives, the God of Israel before whom I stand, there will be neither dew nor rain in these years, except, except at, my, at God's word. And so we see Elijah in a circumstance and a situation where the, the water, the rain has shut up. The heavens has shut up. That's how I know how powerful our prayers are. Um, and we are not limited by one perspective, but this is how big God is. He predicts that there's going to be a drought. He says there's going to be a drought. He, he calls forth a drought. And then after he predicts the drought, we see him come and counter. Come on now. We see him coming, come and counter with the widow woman. So the dr drought has been pronounced. 
we see him in a circumstance or a situation everything has dropped drop everything has drew up it says so he went and did in accordance with the word of the lord he went and lived by the book of charity Cherith. god told him he said if you go by the book of charity there'll be water for you to drink and i commanded the brave ravens to bring you food and sustain you there so he went and and did in accordance with the word of the lord he went and lived by the brook Come on, Holy Spirit. And the ravens brought him bread and meat in the morning and bread and meat in the evening. And he would drink from the book. <laughs> and he would drink from the brook, right? It wasn't even in the driest of circumstances, even in the barrenness of situation, God led him exactly to the place that he needed to be provided for. God led him exactly to the place of, of which provision would come, even in a drought, even in a strange situation, even in a, come on now, even in a place where it looked like it was destitute. God brought him to the brook. God brought him to the place in which he would provide for him. It says, then the word of the Lord came to him saying, arise, go to Zarephath, which belongs to Sidon and stay there. Behold, I've commanded a widow there to provide for you <laughs> at God's word at God's word at God's word at God's word at some God at God's word at God's word this is still at God's word this is still at God's word this is this he said and the word of the Lord came to him saying I love this he said as the Lord the God of Israel lives before me whom I stand there shall be neither do nor reign in these years except by my word right except by my word that was Elijah but then he comes in and says the word of the Lord came to him saying my God the word of the Lord came to him saying by his word, Elijah was operating according to God's purpose. Elijah was operating according to God's call on his life. Elijah was operating according to what God had told him to do. He wasn't lawless. He wasn't out of season. He wasn't out of turn. He wasn't out of time. He was operating according to what God had said. That's what he was doing. See, they had got caught up in idols. They had got caught up into Baal. They were worshiping other gods. And Elijah said, I got something for you. Since you won't worship the one true God, we're going to dry, we're going to dry this up. We're going to dry this up. At, the, at his word, everything drew up. And then God, the word of the Lord came to him saying, come on, y'all go from here. And then he said, then the word of the Lord came to him saying again at God's word, at God's word. The word of the Lord came to him saying again, he says, arise, go to Zarephath, which belongs to Sidon and stay there. Behold, I've commanded a widow there to provide for you. My God, again, at God's word, there was another season of provision. Y'all, we've been, y'all, we've been worried about the wrong things. We've, we've been worried about the wrong things. We've been looking at the wrong things. We've been focused on the wrong things because here we see the Lord speaking to him again, saying, go, there's a widow. He said, a widow was there. He said, I, and this is what I love. He said, behold, I have commanded a widow there to provide for you. I have commanded a widow there to
to provide for you at every season, in every place, in every position. God positioned someone to provide. Come on, Holy Spirit, teach this thing. He said, I positioned someone to provide you. So then he set out, went to Zarephath. And when he came to the gate of the city, behold, a widow was there gathering sticks for firewood. He called out to her and said, please bring me a little water in a jar so that I may drink. God had already set provision. God had already set this thing up. God God had already knew what was going to happen. God already knew the response of Israel. God already knew that Elijah would say yes, that Elijah would be the prophet, the man of God that he called him to be. Come on now, at God's word. So he says, arise and go to Zarephath, which belongs to Sidon, and stay there. Behold, I've commanded a widow there to provide for you. The widow was already... Can I say... Can I say this, Holy Spirit? Do you know part of our, a huge part of our problem is we're looking for the provision before we get there. God is calling us into a different season. God is calling us into a different place. God is saying that I am with you. God is saying that I will go before you. God is saying I will be your rear guard. And we limit him by what we see. We trust him to only what's in our hands. We trust him to only what's in our bank accounts. God is saying to you to open and start a business. God is saying to you, obey me. God is saying to you, sit still and trust me. And we limit him only by what we see. And he's like, no, 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 no. I've got a place. I've got something for you. If you will just trust me, I got something for you. If you will just keep your eyes off the circumstance and the situation, I got a healing for you, baby. I got provision for you, baby. If you will just trust me, right? And it's about trusting him with our lives. It says, arise, go to Zarephath, which belongs to Sidon and stay there. Behold, I've commanded a widow there to provide for you. So he set out and went to Zarephath. And when he came to the gate of the city, behold, a widow was there gathering sticks for firewood. He called out to her and said, but please, bring me a drink, a little water in a jar so that I may drink. As she was going to get it, he called to her, please bring me a piece of bread in your hand. This is what I love. See, anytime, anytime there's a widow in the story, I identify. Anytime there's a widow in the story, I identify because for the last seven years, this is my testimony. For the last seven years, this is my story. For the last seven years, I've seen the hand of God in my life. I am the widow woman. I am the widow woman. This is why every time he gets to the part of the, the widow woman, I get so drawn in because I know it. It's, it's about obedience. I know it's about every word that proceeds out of God's mouth. I know that it's, can I tell y'all something? When my husband left here, we have an insurance policy. We, we didn't have we didn't have something set up for us we didn't have something in position and place as a matter of fact I lost income I, I, I just gotta be real with y'all this morning like I lost income we didn't have something in position like we didn't have something in position for us so every time I get to the story of the part of the widow woman I understand how unique God is I understand divine impartation I understand divine encounters that's why we can't be that's why we can't be so stuck to our schedule that's why we can't be so it's bigger than us like it's big I need you to understand it's bigger than us I need you to understand every circumstance and situation is greater than us it is not according to your limited perspective so here it is the widow woman who's at the gate he says to her he says, as she said, please bring me a piece of bread in your hand. But she said, as the Lord your God lives, I have no bread, only a handful of flour in the bowl, bowl and a little oil in the jar. See, she was looking at her little. <laughs> she 
Holy Spirit, she was looking at her little. See, she was thinking, come on, Holy Spirit. She was thinking too small, small. She was thinking in a limited perspective. She was looking at her little. Like she was so focused on her little. She said, she said, she says, I have no bread. Only a handful of flour in the bowl and a little oil in the jar. She's like, I only have a little bit, right? She says, see, I'm gathering a few sticks so that I may go in and bake it for me and my son that we may eat it at our last meal and die. I'm trying not to lose it this morning and eat it as our last meal and die. She thought the, that this was the end of her fate. She thought that this was the end of her story. She didn't know that God had an audible. She didn't have, she didn't know God had something for her. She thought her little bit was just for her. She thought her little bit of energy she had left was just for her. She thought her little bit of strength she had left was just for her. She thought her little bit of, she kept, can I? <laughs> so she set herself up, we finna eat and we gonna die. She said, Elijah said to her, don't fear. See, it's twofold in this story. It's not just her, it's about Elijah too. That's how I know we live in a limited perspective of just ourselves. If the enemy can get you focused on just yourself, if the enemy can get you, you'll do exactly like the widow woman. You'll limit yourself by what you see, you'll shrivel up and die. You will not pursue your purpose. You will not walk after the things of God. If you limit yourself by what you see, if you limit yourself by what you think you have, if you limit yourself by what you see around you, you'll do exactly like this widow woman. You'll shrivel up and die. I, don't, I can't go no further than this. I won't have no more than this. You'll think, you'll think very limited. You'll ask God to bless you very limited. You'll seek God very limited. You'll seek his hand and not his face. Come on now. He says, Elijah says to her, do not fear. Go and do as you have said. Just make me a little bread from it first. Make me a little bread from it first first give it to first fruits tithe take it off the top first of your time give it make it about we see this in the new testament we see this in a different perspective in the new testament testament matthew 6 and 6 and jesus begins to take to talk to them do not worry don't worry about your food. Don't worry about your clothes. Don't worry about your circumstance. Are, am I not greater than all your circumstances? Am I not greater than every situation? We see Jesus right back here in this same place saying, if you'll seek me first, if you'll seek the kingdom first, if you, it's the same perspective. It's the same thing. It's the same. It's the same same thing he gets saying he says he says do not fear go and do it he said just make a little bread from it first and bring it out to me and afterward you may make one for yourself and for your son so it had to be more in her hand than she thought come on now it had to be more she thought she just had enough for her and her son my god father god we thank you i pray we take the limitations off of you i thank you father god for clarity and that we change our perspectives he says now go and bake you make me bread first and afterwards then make one for yourself and your son 
my God. Then afterwards, make so she had to have more than she realized. My God. She says, for this is what the Lord of God, Israel says. This is what the, here, I'm about to be done. <laughs> I'm about to be done. Three times. Come on in this same verse. He says, for this is what the Lord of God, Israel says. This is what Jesus says. This is what the word of God says. He comes again. He says, for what? This is what the Lord God of Israel says. The bowl of flour shall not be exhausted. You You will not run out. You will not run out. You will, you will not, when you put him first, you will not run out. When you put him first, you will not run out. When you put him first, you will not, you will not run out of strength. You will not run out of time. You will not run out of money. You will not run out of resources. You will not run out of energy. When you put him first, when you put him first, when you, you will not run out. That's what he says. He says, but this is what the Lord God of Israel says. The bowl of flour shall not be exhausted, nor shall the jar of the oil be emptied until the day that the Lord sends rain on the face of the earth. This is what the Lord says. This is what the Lord says. You cannot put kingdom first. You cannot seek kingdom first. You cannot prioritize and put God. See, it's bigger, it's greater. If her little was not just for her, her little was awesome. See, she was in position to provide for the man of God that would open up a door for her that no... She said, she said, so she went and did the bowl of flour shall not be exhausted, nor shall the jar of oil be empty until the day that the Lord sends rain on the face of the earth. She went and did as Elijah said, and she and he and her household ate for many days, for many days, for many days, for many days. The bowl of flour was not exhausted. Nor did the jar of oil become empty in accordance to the word of the Lord. Somebody type that and say that in accordance to the, in the accordance to the word of the Lord, in accordance to the word of the Lord, which he spoke through Elijah. Come on, y'all. Come on, y'all. In accordance to the word of the Lord, which he spoke through Elijah. Let me keep reading. Come on. Let me give you just a little bit more of this. This story is so powerful. In accordance to the word of the Lord, you cannot. It's bigger. It's bigger. It's greater. It's big. Your oil will never run out. When you're tapped in, when you in position, when God is first, your oil will never run out. Your provision will never run out. He'll always have something in position. He'll always have something in place. And I can hear the Lord say, will you just trust me in this season? Will you just trust me in your finances? Will you just trust me in your health? Will you just trust me with your family? My God. My God, he said, in accordance of the word of the Lord, which he spoke, this is what it happened. Then let's finish reading. It says, it happens after these things that the son of the woman, the mistress of the house became sick and his illness was so, so severe that he had no breath 
left in him. So she said to Elijah, and this sounds like us, what problem is there between you and me, O man of God? Have you come to me to bring my sin to mind and to put my son to death? And he said to her, give me your son. And he says to her, give me your son. Give me your son. Give me, I hear you this morning, Lord. Give me your circumstance. Give me your situation. My God, give me your son. He says to her, at the point of death, at the point of exhaustion, and she's doing just like we did. Did I cause some kind of sin? Did I cause some kind of sin? Is this because I did something? We, that is exactly us. And he said to her, he said, give me your son. Because come back, can we come back to this? Can we, can we come back to this? He had already told her. Let's back up. He says, for this is what the word of the Lord, God of Israel says. The bowl of flour should not be exhausted, nor shall the jar of oil be empty until the days that the Lord sends rain on this face and this earth. Right? He says, she went and did as Elijah said. He had already promised her. She says, she and she and her household ate for many days. The bowl of flour was not exhausted. He had already promised her that the bowl would be there to feed, feed them. He said to her, he said, give me your son. Give me your son. Then he carried him from her arms and carried him up to the upper room where he was living and laid him on his own bed. I need you to back up and see the miracle. I don't know when the miracle transpired. I don't know when the miracle was transpiring. I don't know when the miracle was transpiring. It says, so then he said, so he, he said, so he, he said, it looks like it was on the bed, but it looks like something was happening as, he, come on, Holy Spirit. It looks like something was happening as he was carrying him. He said to her, give me your son. Then he took him up her arms and carried him up to the upper room where he was living and laid him on his bed. He called to the Lord and said, Oh Lord, my God, have you brought further tragedy to the widow with whom I'm staying by causing her son to die? There again, Elijah questions. Then he stretched out himself on the child three times and called to the Lord God and said, Oh my Lord, my God, please let this child's life return to him. My God, Oh God, thy Lord, please let this. The Lord heard the voice of Elijah in the life of the child. The hurt, the, again, I'm going to say this again. The Lord heard the voice of Elijah. The Lord heard Elijah speak to the situation. Same man that called forth the drought. Same man calling forth life. He heard the voice of Elijah. He heard Elijah call out to him. He heard Elijah pray to him. He says, the Lord heard the voice of Elijah and the life of the child returned to him and he revived. And Elijah took the child and brought him down from the upper room into the lower part of the house and gave him to his mother. And Elijah said, see, your son is alive. Then then the woman of God said to Elijah, now I know that you are a man of God and that the word of the Lord in your mouth is true. And the word of the Lord in your mouth 
is true. It's greater. It's bigger. It's greater. It's bigger. It's greater and bigger than you. It's greater. It's bigger than you. It's greater. It's bigger than you. My God, I hope you get an impression that it's greater and it's bigger than you. My God, that it's more than you. It's greater than you. It's bigger than you. This whole chapter, this whole circumstance proves to us the bigness of God. Three times. The Lord said, the Lord said, the Lord said, come on, y'all. It's greater. It's bigger than you. The word of the Lord in your mouth is the truth. That's it. The word of the Lord in your mouth is the truth. It's, we got to take the... My God, we got to take the limitations off of God. We got to take the, the, it's pray the word, pray the word, pray the word. That's the, pray the word. Don't pray anything else. It's been every part of this chapter proves to us it's greater than us is it bigger than us we got elijah the prophet each time obeying god trusting god moving doing what god asked him god telling him i got you i'm gonna provide for you i'm gonna take care of you a widow woman who comes in come on y'all you gotta see this comes in contact with him already in a position thinking she gonna die Thinking it's over, thinking thinking she's limited by what she sees, thinking she's limited by her circumstance and her obedient changes. Then we see her in a grave situation again, where it looks like it's it can't happen, where it looks like it's dead. No, baby, no, baby. God is not about to leave you to die. God is, you're not going to obey God and provide for the man of God. Come on now, y'all got to, it's bigger. It's bigger than us. It's, it's bigger than us. It's greater than us. It's greater. It's all about God. It's bigger. That's it. I don't even think I need to say no more. My God, I was blessed by this today. It's a bigger, it's every encounter, every relationship is so significant. Our obedience. Can I tell you your obedience is better than sacrifice? Can I tell you every time you make a decision and a choice to put God first, he's going to take care of you. He's not going to leave you forsaken. He's not that kind of God. We see so much in this today. My God, yes, Brenda, your situation is not dead. You're not limited by what you see. My God, so don't you just lay down and die. Don't you just lay down and die. Don't you just give over into your circumstances. Father God, we thank you for every divine encounter. Have your way in our lives, Lord. We thank you, Father God, we are not limited by what we see. We thank you, Father God, that every at every prompting, we will obey you at every prompting. We thank you, Father God, that our oil will not run out, Father God, my God, because we honor and we trust you, Lord God. And we thank you, Father God, even in the bleakest of situations and circumstances, you are still God. God is still God is bigger. It's greater than... 
who, if we could ever get the perspective that is greater than us. Can I tell you something? At the point that the widow woman was about to die, she had failed to recognize that it was greater than her. But Elijah the prophet saw something bigger because the Lord had already spoke to him and told him, I'm taking you to a place that you're going to be provided for. I'm taking you to a place in which you're going to be provided for. I'm taking you, Karen, to a place. I'm not going to call you in the ministry and not provide you. I'm not going to call you into business and not provide for you. I'm not going to call you into kingdom entrepreneurship and not provide you. I'm not going to call you into the military and not provide and protect for you. It doesn't add up. It doesn't make sense when you're obeying me. When you choose to obey the Lord, he's got to do exactly what he says. He's got to do exactly what he says. That's what he said. He says, but with this is what the Lord God of Israel says. The bowl of flowers shall not be exhausted, nor shall the jar of the oil be empty until the day that the Lord sends rain on the face of the earth. And she went and did it, Elijah said, and she and her household ate for many days. It's bigger than you. It's greater than that. It's greater than what you see. It's bigger than that. That's it. Holy Spirit, are you well pleased? It's bigger, it's greater than you. It's greater, it's greater than you. He will always take you to a place that he provides. He provides for you. He takes you to that place. He will always set up divine encounters for you. He will always position people in the right place for you. That's just the kind of God he is. It's bigger. But the thing is, it's not for you. It's not about you. Come on now. It's about you being in position for others. Who? If we can get that perspective, it's about you being in position. Lord, we take the limitation off our prayers. We take the limitation off of how we see ourselves. My God, it's greater, it's bigger. Use us, Father God. Use us, Father God. Let us get in position for others. I thank you, Father God, for all the resources we need. I thank you for divine encounters, Lord God. My God, we will not limit our perspective. We will not limit my, our perspective. It is not about us. It is about you. It is about your glory. It is about us serving. It is about us loving you. We thank you, Father God. That's it. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. No more limits. No more limits. It's bigger. It's greater. It's bigger. It's bigger. It is. It's bigger. It's about us being in position for others. It's about him getting the glory out of our lives. And how he gets out the glory out of our lives is through service and through love and us loving and others and us serving and us obeying and us honoring and us trusting. Can I tell you something? The highest form of worship, and we're going to get out of here, is serving, obeying, honoring God. That's the highest form of worship. When he told Abraham in Genesis, he said, he said, he said the lad and I, when they were about to go sacrifice Isaac, he said, the lad and I are about to go worship, right? He said, so he said, he says, the lad and I are about to go worship. There was no songs. <laughs> there was no songs. There was no music. They were not talking about music. He said, the lad and I are about to go worship. The lad and I are about to go obey God. The lad and I are about to go sacrifice. The lad, the lad and I are about to go make, we're going to, we're getting ready to go ask what God, ask, do what God is requiring of us. That's the highest form of worship. The highest 
form of worship, to obey God no matter what, to sacrifice, to pick up your cross. That's the highest. It's not glory, glory, glory. That's good. He loves for us to enter in his gates with thanksgiving. He loves for us to enter his courts with praise. But the highest form of worship is your yes. When the highest form, when Jesus was in the, the garden of Gethsemane and he said to him, nevertheless, 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 your will be done. Nevertheless, your will be done. When he said, if you'll take this cup from nevertheless, your nevertheless, my apostle has been teaching on that. Nevertheless. Nevertheless, I'll trust you. Nevertheless, your will be done. Never, nevertheless, that's the highest form of worship. Your obedience to God is the highest form of worship. Your yes, your nevertheless is the highest form of worship. Why? Because it's bigger than us. It's bigger, it's bigger than us. Lord, thank you, Father God, for your word today. Thank you for your people today. I cover them in the blood of Jesus. I cancel every assignment of the enemy off their life. I thank you, Father God, that you're opening the eyes of their understanding to the hope of who you call them to be in Christ Jesus. I decree and declare over their lives today that they will take all limitations offer you father god i thank you that this is their nevertheless moment this is their minute this is their hour where they encounter you like never ever before in jesus name it's bigger than you it's bigger than us i love y'all i love you i love you more than anything god loves you lord thank you for this word today thank you for this word today and thank you for jesus my god if the Lord, if the Lord puts in your heart to go and give, go over to the website, click the donate button. We've got some revisions to the website, so it may look a little different, but it's right up top. Go sow your seed, whatever God leads you in that area, just obey him, go do it. Or you can cash out for us, dollar sign LMJ ministry. My second thing to you is if the Lord is speaking to your heart, my God, make this your nevertheless moment. Dear Jesus, this is all you got to say. Dear Jesus, I've sinned against you. I'm sorry for my sins. I ask you to come into my heart and take away my sins. I promise to love and follow you best I can. Thank you, Jesus, for saving me. <laughs> Thank you, Jesus, for saving me. And Romans 10 and 13 tells us he will no way cast you out. He is not that kind of guy. He will not cast you out. Out. I promise he won't. If you pray that prayer, send us an email at info at justbeinglmj.com. We would love to send you some materials. I would love to do that. This is how we apply the word to our life. This is how we take the scripture that is written and apply this word to this life. Lord, what? ask the questions. Lord, what is what, what, what little do I have that you need me to bring to you? Girl, I almost ran. What little do I have? What do I think is little that you need me to bring to you? What's in my hands that you need me to bring to you? My God, what are you requiring of me to in this season? Nevertheless, I love you so much. But more than anything, God loves you. He does. He loves you. He is faithful. Great is thy faithfulness. Great is thy faithful. I cover your home in the blood of Jesus. I cover your businesses in the blood of Jesus. I cover your children in the blood of Jesus. 
I cover your cars in the blood of Jesus. I cover your finances in the blood of Jesus. I cover your earthly temples in the blood of Jesus. No weapon formed against you shall prosper. I decree and declare I cancel every assignment of the enemy off your life. I thank you that the blood is the standard, that the blood still works. I thank you, Father God, the blood is your fortress in your health. I thank you every fiber tissue cell in your body aligns with the word of God. Nevertheless, thank you, Lord. I love y'all. We out of here. We'll be back here in the morning. Ladies, tonight, there's a mandate. <laughs> there's a mandate. There's a mandate. We're getting ready to shift in the atmosphere. Tonight, ladies, Bible study. I want to speak to the queen and you. I want to call her into position. My apostle said some specific things to me yesterday. I want to call her into position. I want to call you out of complacency. I want to draw that thing inside of you that has laid dormant for too long. I want to call you into position. I want you to see your royalty. I want you to see your divinity. I want you to see how you're made like Christ. Tonight, ladies Bible study, Monday, 630. Call somebody. Tell them, come in, come in, come in, come in, come in. It's bigger than us. I love y'all. I'll see y'all back here in the morning. God loves you more than anything. If you need information for ladies Bible study, send us an email info at justbeinglmj.com. It's in a private group. It's either via Zoom or in our private group on Facebook. I love you. God loves you so much more. Go be loved today. My God, it's bigger than us. It's bigger than us. It's bigger than us. Love, peace, and blessing. It's bigger than us. It's greater than us. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. It's bigger, it's greater, it's greater, it's bigger. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Shannon, it's the same. It's the Thank you for tuning into our podcast. If you would like more information about LMJ Ministries, Log on to LakeishaMJohnson.com today.